0: hello and welcome to the chips and dip podcast i'm the host as always as i've always been i'm the host table and uh, today we have a special guest a very very hey. special guest
1: hey guys i'm really i'm really happy to be on here actually i'm have been a fan of this show for a while now and um i heard you guys were uh talking about uh, one of the old series that i voice acted in and so I'm, I'm i'm really excited to be in here uh so, you know, my, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm zazi 69 I'm also known as the official voice actor for Rocky and Claymore, um, other names, they call me Even Stevens, because when I'd be on teams, they'd be on Even. Um, I'm a ghost, by the way, the uh, only podcasting ghost in the world, but, you know, mainly I am the official voice actor for Rocky uh, from Claymore, so that's my, that's my main achievement right there, but happy
0: to be here. Yeah, it's nice to have you on, uh, so... Uh, you just mentioned you were a voice actor on Claymore,
1: or voiceover for Claymore. Uh,
0: what's his name, Rocky? How's yes. that going? How's that going I for you?
1: Um, well, it's—I mean, it's good. You know, I had to like—you had to practice a voice for a long time to get it right, and also, you know, like his voice changes uh, throughout the series. Like when he's when he's understanding more, you kind of outsmart someone, then you got to change it up a little bit. I've also voice acted uh, the chief of Rocky's village um so that was that was cool experience as well but uh, yeah he's a fun character so speaking of
0: claymore uh i don't think we announced it but um we wanted to do a more like manga segment on on this podcast so uh i think it was zazi that recommended claymore for us to read so we read the first 25 chapters of claymore and just as a first impressions we'll talk about it uh on the podcast So. If you don't want to be spoiled on the first 25 chapters of Claymore, uh, I don't know, skip to, the just don't, probably. I don't know, skip to the end of the podcast, skip to the middle. <laughs> we'll
1: probably talk about it. Probably, probably like the middle. Yeah, you'll be in the middle. Real quick, you though, I just want to
2: say,
1: um, Claymore, uh, I'll give a quick rundown of the series, because I've, I I didn't know anything about this series, and I just like, oh, yeah, hey, we do a segment like this, and I was like, okay, yeah, we'll just, I'll pick this series, and I actually pretty, I like this one a lot, so far. So um, this one, I'll give the like the, the uh, what is it summary on uh, Shun and Jump. It says, sword wielding women warriors are humanity's only defense against supernatural beings. So that's basically that's it. So it's about these. <laughs> is <Isn't> that <laughs> short. I mean, pretty, I mean, the summaries on Shun and Jump aren't really that long. But I'll give my own summary of the of it from what I've read so far. So basically, there's these uh, there's this organization called Claymores. And they consist of a bunch of diff- actually. Let I me mean, let me start from like the beginning. Beginning. There are humans, and then there are yoma. Yoma are like monsters that feed off of humans. They're basically you know the bad the bad guys that the humans need to protect against or fight against. But they can't because yoma are just too strong. So, you know they yoma just basically just feed off of humans, and uh, they can also disguise themselves as humans. Uh, they can when they disguise themselves as humans, they can like get into their memories and act like the humans though so you can't tell a yoma for normal human when they're doing that but uh they're basically just like monsters and humans are like their their prey or predators prey prey, prey. that's the word
2: yeah, yeah.
1: prey. so it there's this organization to fight against these yoma called claymores and uh well that's what's well, what um people call these people the name of this organization i'm not sure what it is but i don't, I don't think <laughs> um, it has a name it doesn't exactly. have a name and the people that uh work for this organization don't have a name but everyone calls them claymores and they're all women with giant claymore swords like you know the two-handed giant swords and uh they're all they have silver dye they have silver eyes so people call them the silver dyed witches and stuff like that and basically these women have put put into their bodies human not human flesh yoma flesh and yoma blood so they put the blood and flesh of of the monsters into their bodies which allows them the grant some strength and the ability to sense Yoma from other humans. So, so basically,
0: yeah, they're hybrids between uh, humans and Yoma. And they fight Yoma for, you know, to protect the humans and stuff.
1: Yeah. before for pay, they, they, do, they, they do have to, they get a little cheddar from it. They're not doing this for free. Yeah, exactly. Which I got a couple of theories about, too, like later on. But uh, first of all... Right. So
0: I was just going to ask, like, what are your first impressions after... Yeah, reading first twenty four chapters.
1: Impressions. Should should we do like volume by volume since I think we read like three volumes. Yeah, yeah. Go
0: ahead. I guess All we right, could so do
1: volume by volume. Volume one was chapters one through four, I'm pretty sure. And uh basically we get introduced to like the two main characters. Claire, who was a claymore. She's just like a kind of a total badass. She fights like a giant like she fight she's fighting giant like uh not giant, ja- well, they're pretty big. They're like seven feet compared to like a human so that she's finding like these monsters but she's like using a two-handed like giant sword of just one hand it's some crazy it's just this is some crazy battle heavy stuff and then you also have uh probably my favorite character rocky who i voice act by the way and uh rocky he's just kind of like this kid he lost everything uh claire kind of saved him from a yoma his parents were and his brother and his uncle they were all eaten by yoma and the village outcast him because they're like we don't know if Rocky could be a yoma or not. So, we don't want him in the village. So, Rocky has no one, nobody, nothing, but, you know, he just follows Claire and Claire's like, "All right, you can come along with me until we find a new town." And I like this sort of uh dynamic. Cool.
0: I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um so my first impressions were like I don't really know what to say because like the art isn't really okay so let's get down to like the main aspects of it like everything the story is pretty good i really like the the world building so far it seems like they're trying to set something up right uh we haven't really gotten too far into the world like more in terms of like like villages and like the organization structure and stuff like that that's pretty much what we know so far uh i'd say Mm, the art is kind of, like, mid, I, I think you can agree with that, kind of. I, I think the the worst part is probably the faces. I, I don't want to be, like, too much of an art critic, but...
1: I will you know, say, especially later on in the series, um, some of the faces, they just kind of, they look... Well, they, some of them, they just look weird, or, like, you can't tell characters apart apart from, like, you have to notice their height or their hair, or they all have the exact same face, basically. Yeah, that, that's... That,
0: also, what one of my concerns was, I, I think that uh, the characters I feel are probably the weakest part of Claymore, to be honest.
1: At this moment, I would say we're not there yet. But uh, Teresa, she's probably like the strongest character in the series, and she's not really around anymore. But uh, like not like strongest <laughs> as in like you know like strength, but like strongest as in like as a character as a whole, like you know like
0: yeah, how she's I, I, I think I would agree with that, yeah
1: the yeah, other character, Rocky like...
0: and Claire, and
1: the other guy, who's like a mysterious figure, Claire's boss, we don't really know much about them. We know more about Claire, but she still kind of hasn't changed from what we've seen of her, you know?
0: Yeah, um, I, I don't even know really what to think about the characters. They just feel like they're introduced, but they're not really fleshed out. It just feels like they're, they're doing things, like action figures almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I, get I, you, I i, you I
0: you think get they're i i th- I feel like it'll be fleshed out more in the future. it seems like they're they're setting up more things to happen uh and also one of my uh pet peeves I guess is that like the yoma they all look the same pretty much and yeah their dialogue it like it doesn't seem it feel like a monster would be would be talking the way that they do, you know what I mean
1: like it's very monster-esque they they all go yeah and then but they i do dislike well like we're getting in i don't want to i don't want to get too ahead of myself but uh, in the first few chapters most of the yoma just look like kind of like naked gorillas yeah that's what they just like like monsters basically just like they're just like big monsters and they all look exactly the same and it's kind of i don't know it's pretty it feels pretty lackluster um looking at, like, the same sort of creature in each fight. But um, it's getting into a point where, like, they're getting, like, crazier designs because they're fighting crazier opponents um, later on. But I just think, it, well, so far, it's only one that had a pretty cool design, which was... Uh, yeah, I feel like there's like definitely going to... They're going to find some more awakened Yoma or whatever. Uh,
0: I feel like I still don't really know what's going on right now. I feel like they're still setting up stuff for, for us to, like... Like right now, we're still in the beginning, right? That's what it feels like, at least.
1: Uh, and I mean, also, yeah, the first like four chapters. There's still like a lot more to go. First four volumes, right? I mean, volume
0: volumes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, I think it's it's solid, like dark fantasy. I I would like, so far, I haven't read the whole thing. I I also heard that it's it's pretty good up until like, you know, the middle. And maybe like near the end, and then it gets like kind of stale. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm pretty invested. I think it's pretty easy to read as well as you were saying before. Uh, Yeah,
1: it's definitely one of those manga you can just pick up and continuously read. Um, One because there's a lot of action, so you can get through like, and it's only 155 value. I mean, paid chapters, so you can kind of read through it pretty quickly, and there's a lot of like violence, not action and stuff. So you can like, it's like a lot of just, you can like, oh, that's cool. And then you can go to the next page. Also, it's a very interesting story. It's like, it's just a nice, easy read.
0: Well, I just thought the fights in between like, like Claire and the Yoma or like, uh, a Claymore and, and, and the Yoma weren't that interesting, as interesting as the fights between like the Claymores. I thought those fights were really cool when they were fighting each other.
1: Yeah, I, I do see that, too, because it's, like, it's, like, the difference between, like, fighting fodder versus fighting, like, an actual opponent, like, claim, like, the claim is it's, like, they they just hunt these things, but when they're fighting each other, or get something where it's, like, you know, like, you know, like, they're in an organization, but they still have to go up against each other, it's, it's kind of, like, a, it's just a cooler vibe. Okay, so I, I
0: just wanted to say, like, a few things, um, I know people like often talk about Berserk how it's you know one of the best manga and I think it is and I think it's really not extremely similar to Claymore but it's in like the same genre so that's pretty much the only thing I have to compare it to right compare
1: Claymore to Berserk and I think that you know this is how I feel it's kind of like from what I've known of it what do you say I never read it, but I, I feel like I'm I, I'm getting Berserk vibes off of it, you know. Even though I've never... Yeah.
0: So that's the same thing, right? It feels like they're they were inspired by Berserk, right? But I think like reading Claymore, it just makes me want to go back to Berserk. To be completely honest, really, I don't know. The characters are really fleshed out in Berserk. The story is is simple, but it's it's also pretty good. It's it's also pretty fleshed out. The art is on like godly. It's so good. And I don't know, I just feel like reading Berserk
1: now. <laughs>
0: Not to say Claymore is bad, I, I, I really find it we're interesting. Only in
1: the first, we're only on the first few chapters, so. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you can compare it to Berserk just yet. Because, you know, it's just, it's still, I, like you said, still just kind of feels like the introduction sort of phase to it still. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Probably,
0: I feel like we might have kind of should have read more. We can talk
1: about it next time, too.
0: Uh, once I mean,
1: finish, yeah, I we'll, we'll finish it and then talk about it again. But um, one, one other thing. We'll get to, we'll get to volume two, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably have a lot more to say about volume two. It's pretty cool. Um, volume two. So Rocky and Claire, they're traveling together. And um, basically, Claire, she gets these, like, uh, jobs from this mysterious man in glasses and dressed in all black. And he, his name's, like, Rubble? Rebel?
0: Ruble
1: Ruble, I Ruble, 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 yeah. something like that. So basically he gives um, Claire jobs. Claire does the jobs. And that's basically what a claimer's life is. It's just killing Yoma, uh, you know, and then basically just killing Yoma, traveling around, doing that. And uh, so he does that. But there's this interesting thing right here. It's going to come back a little bit later, but um, the, the Ruble, rebel, Ruble, Rubel looks at Claire's stomach yeah. and, like, her the front of her naked body, and he says, what would the boy think if he saw you like that? And it, it brought us, it's brought It's – I'm wondering, like, because there's another scene later on in the oh, series yeah. yeah. a group of people see a Claymore's uh, front stomach area, and they get disgusted and run away. So I'm, I'm curious about what that's going to be. I feel like it's going to be – Yeah, a because it isn't – so. yeah. Something it, or it
0: isn't explicitly shown in the manga, like what their I guess front area looks like, their torso. Yeah, it's
1: just
0: so yeah, I I'm curious, curious to like, know about that too.
1: I feel like it's going to be the face of a yoma. That's my theory. Like, just <laughs> like just like like a like a monster face just on their stomach. That's what I think.
2: Oh, I, think I don't know. So
1: that's going to be right. That's a pretty
2: that's wild theory. Pretty wild.
0: yeah. Hey man, I don't. Hey, don't yeah, I, I, honestly, I don't know what else it could be. Like maybe like, so every Claymore has like a brand of themselves. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, Claire has a specific symbol. Every other Claymore would have a specific symbol. Maybe it, it would be.
1: I don't think they would be disgusted from that though. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't know. We'll just have to win. Also, okay, I would. I, I think this is the end of Volume One or the beginning of Volume Two. But Claire goes into um she gets a black card too um from one of her friends and a black card i feel like i'm explaining everything ruin you want to explain this
0: okay so um every claymore has their sword right so in the hilt of their sword has a black card which has their symbol on it uh, how would i explain this so we already said that each claymore is like half uh yoma half human right but if they exert too much of their Yoma powers, they can turn fully into a Yoma. Uh, and so uh, Claymore's jobs are to kill Yoma, right? So if a Claymore transforms into a Yoma, uh, they give a black card to uh, another Claymore in, in the, what would you call it, industry, the organization.
2: <laughs> industry. industry.
0: <laughs> Uh, so uh, they give their black card to another, like whatever Claymore, probably their best friend, or I don't know what they they said in the manga. They said like whoever you're closest to, or something like that. It's just like so, you get the
1: choose who gets to kill you.
0: Yeah. So Claire receives this black card from I think it was Elena, and yeah. she has to then her next job is to then go and kill Elena before she turns completely into a monster or into yeah. the yoma.
1: Yeah, so like. She wants to, like, claim more of the thing is they want to die as humans before the Yoma part of their body takes over. Yeah. And so, you know, they get they get their friends or, you know, their mentors or whatever. to just, like, kill them before they turn completely. Kind of like, you know, a zombie apocalypse movie where it's, like, kill me while I'm still human.
0: Yeah, I, I, I thought that part was pretty pretty good.
1: That yeah. oh, system. I did like that a lot, actually. Just, like, the whole... Because, like, it's, like, the whole, oh, there's a downside to these these powers, really, besides just, because, you know, there's, there was no other downside until they brought that up, for real. I also,
0: um, I don't know how to say it, but, like, there uh I think it was the fourth volume, I don't know which volume it was, but, like, in the later half of the the chapters that we read, like, mm-hmm. close to 20, uh, there was a couple of new claymores introduced. And I really liked how, you know, it wasn't just, oh, I wield a big sword and I do this and that. Like, they actually had, like, some specialty. Like, one was... Oh, they uh, unique uh, bands, One was, yeah. like, uh, sensing exactly where the Yoma, like, essence goes, I don't know, in their body. It, it's pretty difficult to explain. But I think that's that's interesting. It's not just, like, an army of the same person. Because they do look pretty similar, I'd say.
1: The clay yeah. Part. Also, the, like, also like some of the antagonists, are, like, just like uh, the human, the human antagonist. like that one dude with like the what, he got like this falcon sword or whatever, and I thought it was just like, oh, it's another lame human, but he shoots this sword like turns into like a whole like whipped blade, and I found that really cool. Even though he died,
0: I feel him. like that kind of came yeah. out of nowhere
1: though, because like
0: I don't know, that was cool. It was cool, but like I feel like it could have been used for something bigger, you know.
1: I mean, I just, I, I'm hoping that's, like, more for, like, getting, like, normal humans to do other things. Because, like, if it's just Claire and a bunch of, like, other Claymores fighting the Yoma, that's cool. But I want to see, like, Rocky get some sort of, like, power-up so he can help Claire. Because, like, the whole thing at the end of the second volume was um, the one pumpkin-headed guy said to Rocky, you got to get strong enough so you can help Claire, right? So I feel like that is kind of leaning into, like, maybe Rocky will get some sort of cool weapon or some something to the point where he can help uh Claire defeat yoma instead of being a burden
0: yeah 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 exactly that's what i think about it so uh, i would like two, to right? see yeah i would like to see rocky develop as a character i mean
1: hopefully because i feel like right now he's pretty annoying yeah i feel like he's either going to like at this stage he's either just going to die or turn or like have go through a huge character change it's one of the two and, you know, I don't think he's going to die. Yeah, I don't think he's going um, yeah, to die either, yeah. So, volume two. Um, so, after Claire kills her best friend, and only friend. It was like a whole sad thing. It was cool. But after that, she gets a job to go to this holy, the holy city, right? Where no nothing abnormal is allowed in. And her being a silver-dyed witch, all the they have silver eyes, like I mentioned before. So... You know, the city won't allow any claymores in. Uh they try to prevent any Yoma from getting in. It's it's the holy city of God, basically, in this in this world. Uh and so the Vatican, if you will. Um, so Claire has to take these pills to suppress her powers, sneak in the Vatican, and she normal does it with pills. normal pills. <laughs> Claire has to take her normal pills so she can sneak into the Vatican. And uh she does it with Rocky because Yoma don't travel in groups or pairs, so it's like it's less, it's less. Um, it's more convenient, so it's like, it's instead of like, if it was just a stranger coming into this city, people would be more alert and more afraid of her, but since she's with uh, Rocky, who's just a normal human, they're fine with it, they're cool. So they stay yeah. there. I'm going to fast forward through, I'm not going to summarize the entire events of Volume 2, but um, they, they have to find a Yoma who's hiding in the like the church of the vatican like basically the main city in the entire bu- and the main building in the entire city they go in there claire looks at, she sneaks in she fights some other humans they all like they have their cool things like one there's a big guy with a sword there's another like a short guy but he throws knives and everything they have a little argument but at the end they kind of become friends but uh during, were, like the-, the guards or something yeah yeah the guards yeah but um During, uh, when she, when in this, in this, uh, in this volume, right? First sneaks into the city, she looks at every single priest and everyone in the building to find the Yoma. Um, and she can't find it, but, but, but then, you know, she goes and she looks at the dead bodies and the Yoma is one of the dead bodies. And there's a huge epic fight and it was cool.
2: There's one thing that irked
1: me.
0: There's one thing that really like bothered me. It was that like. The Yoma was like, I don't know. He was quippy. He, he was like Spider Man, like, like. <laughs> it was so weird. Maybe it was like the translation, but he was saying like, "Oh, you could have got me
1: there" or something like that. It was, it was really weird. And I feel like it was because like he's like he was like he's he's like the strongest Yoma that we've seen, and so he's like he's just more cocky, or whatever. Because he was playing, like three of them all already. Rocky was there, so I guess like four of them at once, really. And he was just kind of like. Doing that, doing that whole thing, which is really cool. But yeah. he was kind of, he was kind of quippy now that I think about it. One very, very cool thing that I want to say about this. It, it wasn't really that important towards the story, but just an insane, like, I really love this moment. Um, during the travels, right, like an excuse, um, they're like their undercover story, Rocky and Claire, was that they are brother and sisters selling their dead father's antiques. And one of them is a statue, right? Um, and throughout the entire this entire arc, we never see Claire with her sword, and I assumed that the sword was probably in the statue or something, but uh, the way it was like shown the way it was revealed basically was really cool. Claire is about to be sliced in half. Rocky throws the statue towards Claire, and the statue looks like one of those um the Virgin Mary statues basically yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah. Praying. and it's like it's like such a holy image where it's like <laughs> it's it's like the woman praying, and it like it, the Yoma cuts like slashes through it, but it like Claire is protected by it because the sword is inside the statue. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then she just pulls out the sword and, and uh, fights on. I guess.
1: So I that really, I really, really like that. That uh, it looked really cool. I saw something really cool about that. Also, Claire almost turned into a Yoma because she used too much of her power, and she was going to ask for. I think his name was Galk. Something like that. One of the soldiers, one of the main soldiers I was helping him fight. She was going to ask him to kill her so she could die human. But Rocky came in, you know, with the power of love, he prevented... But being uh, a little crybaby. Being a little crybaby if you ask me. Like, you know, I am the official voice actor, Rocky, but trust me, if you heard that dude's voice, you'd hate him. <laughs> <laughs> he was I'll pretty just, I'll just
0: so keep bad. it at that. I just... <sighs> Gosh, I don't like him at all. I hope he
1: becomes more <laughs> likable in the future. I I I think so. I think it's kind of like he's at that point where he passed to. But that's basically the end of that was it for volume two. Basically, they uh they save the city. Um, no one can know about it because you know they weren't allowed in the city in the first place, and they leave. So that was volume two. It was
2: cool. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, I liked that. That was
1: good. It was enjoyable. Solid, I feel like it was it was a solid art for like what to expect like later on throughout the series, you know.
0: I think, okay, so when I read manga, there's a, sometimes there's really like picturesque, uh, like panels that I save or like I take screenshots of. I think yeah. Claymore is full of those. It has really good like screenshot material. I guess I don't know what else to call it
1: reading it. i did take a like the picture i was just talking about like the virgin mary protecting claire that was yeah, like that wow, was a that good panel out. that was a really good panel it was just it was just look really cool yeah um was chapter does chapter three start the flashback that we don't know is mm-hmm. a flashback i think so yeah think so, right? i'm pretty sure yeah you want to summarize that one just like real really quick because i feel like i'm going a little too long with these summaries
0: E, mm, okay, so basically the the next I think volume is starts with I don't know if it's the volume, but whatever. The next like volume starts with uh this new claymore with longer hair and that's the only distinction she has pretty much. Uh her name is uh Teresa. Mm-hmm. And shoot, what happens? I don't remember. She I don't... she Teresa kind of like a
1: faint smile. That's
0: yeah. A girl. I think she she just comes off as, like, cocky. She she saves a bunch of people uh, in this village. And then I think she slashed this, uh, like, younger girl's dad right in front of her. Or Was that the same thing? right. anyway, she killed a bunch of Yoma in this village, okay? And then she's like, okay. Yoma was
1: pretending to be the girl's dad.
0: Yeah, okay. And then there's this little girl that comes up to her and starts hugging her. Right, and then she just kicks her away, and then uh, the, the little girl hugs her again, and then she says that, "Oh, I'm gonna kill you if you come any closer," like you know that typical line. Yeah. Then what happens? I'm blanking on this for some okay, reason. Okay, okay, okay.
1: I it's it's fresh in my mind, even though I think I read it. Um, uh, pat, like I think you've read it uh, closer time towards me than me, but basically, whatever. Where <laughs> <I> summarize. <it. laughs> I mean, uh, Teresa in the beginning to me felt like the opposite of Claire. And
0: yeah, Claire, that's what know, I right? was
1: thinking. But, like, I thought she was going to be like the antagonist of the series when she was first introduced because she was like mean. She didn't care about people. She didn't like care about actually helping people. It was just like, I kill Yoma and I smile while doing it. That survived, like that survived I got from her. I thought, oh, okay, her and Claire are just gonna have to fight. And then we get introduced to this little girl who it's kind of the same exact situation with Claire and Rocky. She kills the Yoma, who is mistreating and abusing her. And uh, so this little girl has nowhere else to go. Um, and she continuously just follows uh, Teresa for days and days, um, traveling and, like... Oh, she, yeah. She herself okay. is getting, like... Uh, just, like, she's dehydrated. She passes out. And Teresa's like, I can't let you die because... And we a little flashback, something I missed. Teresa gets cornered by a bunch of bandits, right? And these bandits... Um, to attack her and the one rule we find out is this is one unclad rule claymore cannot kill any humans
0: so that's like, a pretty big yeah there's a pretty big rule dropped yeah. on us
1: they can't kill any humans no matter, no matter what or the other claymores in their organization will be sent to kill them so uh, to, like uh, these guys are like really assholes they're like at, and they're about to like kidnap her or whatever and Teresa's uh, Teresa Right. That's what I said. Am I saying her name right?
0: I I don't think it matters.
1: There's no official. <laughs> anyway, privacy. Teresa. Um, she's just like, oh yo, I can't kill you, but boom, and she shows them her stomach, and apparently claims no. No, I
0: think they were trying to really... you know uh,
1: have coitus with her. They're
0: trying to rape her pretty much. Oh. And then okay, she was okay. like, she was like, okay, that's fine. And then uh, what's her name? Did we did we say? I I don't oh, think okay. she named her that. at this point. Yeah. But uh yeah, so the little girl comes up and it's like, No, you can't do this and then uh what is it? Teresa's or Teresa, Teresa, she like rips open her like the front of her like she shows her torso basically and the the, the group of people get disgusted and run away. I don't think it was don't run know away, what's... but
2: well,
0: they, they did run, run away.
2: It. They
1: they're like, Yeah, hey, let's get out of here. But yeah. So that's actually something big we learned is that Claymore is even though they're super strong, they can't actually do anything with killing humans. So they can't like kill a bunch of bandits if they see him attacking a little kid or they can't they can't do any of that. They just they can only are allowed to kill the Yoma, which I thought is a big handicap. And that's pretty cool. Actually, they got to have a lot of willpower. And I feel like later on in the series, I feel like Claire may kill a human to protect Rocky or something like that. That's Yeah, I I feel like that's what they're setting that up for. I, I say that because there's a lot of parallels between Teresa and this girl and Claire and Rocky. Because later on, we find out, shocker, Teresa names the girl, and she's like, "You need a name. What am I going to call you?" The girl can't talk, and the Teresa's just like, "All right, what if I call you Claire?" And the Claire and the and boom, there we go. Boom, Claire. We know now is this little girl who's being raised, basically not raised, but just like same way that Rocky is being like looked after by Claire is what. Teresa is doing for Claire. So that's probably... Claire probably sees herself in Rocky. That's probably the situation. Instead of, like... Because later, it was like, before it was brought up, like, hey, do you think that maybe in your maybe when you were a human, did you have a little brother and he reminds you of her? No. Instead of, like, Rocky reminding Claire of someone she no, know, know, knows, it's Rocky reminds Claire of herself as a child. I
0: feel like... So I think, I think awesome. why Rocky feels so annoying is because, like... I don't know. At the very beginning of of Claymore, I think he it
1: felt like he was portrayed as an adult, right? At least to me, he kind was of like portrayed an adult. as a kid. I mean, he wasn't allowed in the in the uh, village meetings. He had to like spy in on him. He I don't know, started, but like the aura he gives off is like
0: an adultish aura, but like everything else about him is like a kid, which is I don't know. I really.
1: I didn't have any problem with Rocky until I started voice acting up.
0: Maybe a, you just...
1: Okay, you so here, here's,
0: a little, here's a little sneak peek into the behind the scenes. Um, I think it was yesterday. Uh, so Zion had read, like, ahead in Claymore, and I hadn't even started. So we were, gonna, we were planning on talking about this on the podcast, right? So Zion was like, okay, how about we read it together? I think it was me, but whatever. Uh, so we, we were both voice acting random characters and he ended up voice acting Rocky because he said, you know, this character is pretty cool. And so he gave him this really annoying anime <laughs> protagonist voice. Like this it's
1: scrawny me, little... Rocky. Yeah,
0: no,
2: yeah. Claire,
1: you can't fight the Yama. It's it's a living thing. No, my brother. That's, that's my voice for Rocky. I think that conditioned both of us to like absolutely hate him. Because I did I did like Rocky before until I gave him that voice. So uh that's the power of voice acting, which is pretty interesting. It's pretty powerful, yeah.
0: I never I never I never really thought about that before, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this little girl um is Claire. It was a big shocker for the third volume. And later on, Claire gets kidnapped. Like basically the whole thing is Teresa's like looking after her. They become friends, basically. It's, like, the same exact relationship, really, Rock, uh, with Rocky and Claire. And, like, Teresa feels like like love, basically, towards Claire. Like, you know, she's looking after her. And then Claire gets kidnapped by these guys, beaten, and Teresa goes off and kills all of them. Like, crazy bloodshed's going on. And the one rule, you know, what, what can Claymore's not do? It's kill humans. And so, Claymore are sent to Kill Claire. I mean, well, how exactly did they, they
0: find out that she killed them? I, I don't remember exactly.
1: It's a sea of human bodies. I mean, they're gonna find out. They have like mystery men wearing all black, like wandering around like every region of the world. I'm pretty yeah, sure.
2: I I guess, I guess that's true. You
1: know? Anyway, so Therese mm-hmm. is going to be executed. Uh, there's like five other claymore there going to execute her. Um, as they're about to execute her, she knocks <laughs> the like, No, I don't think I will. She's like, I don't think I'm going to die today. And she, like, cuts down off the Claymore non-lethally, and she escapes with Claire. Later on, it's, like, this whole thing. This is kind of the interesting thing I want to get into, because it's probably, like, the most interesting thing in the series so far. I think this is, like, in chapter, f- I mean, volume four now, but basically... Yeah. Teresa and Claire are on the run from the other Claymores that want to kill Teresa. And so they're running around, they're hiding and stuff, right? And we get introduced to some other characters Alina, Noel, and Sophia. I'm surprised I remember their names. And also Priscilla. That's all right. Surprising. These are the basically the, the island, top Claymore. I
0: yeah, yeah. The top Claymore.
1: Yeah. And Priscilla, she's the new number one, basically, after Teresa, Teresa since she's since, like, she's basically not a part of the organization anymore. So, really, she's the, the main one we should be focusing on. Don't You can kind of forget about the other ones, just Priscilla is the main baddie. Anyway, the other three Claymore, the other four four Claymore that are down chasing Teresa, they get her, they find her, there's a huge fight that ensues. Teresa beats them all, and she escapes with Claire, but... Priscilla, you know she's still mad. huge, she, she's mad. She's lost. She's also a real. She's like a little kid, and so she goes and she chases after um, Teresa, and they have a whole huge fight and everything. And the fight, per, uh, Priscilla turns. She's using too much of a Yuma power. She starts yeah, she turning into a Yuma, Yuma, right? She goes berserk. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she's too much of the berserker armor, and you know, you know what happens. So, she's, like, going... She's, like, past this point of being a human. until so she asks, uh, Teresa, kill me, please. I, d- I want to die as a human. But, when Teresa's about to do that, oh, like, Pris- Priscilla cuts off Teresa's arms and slices her head quick like that. And, boom. Just, it, was, it was just quick. It was just like, whoa. <laughs> no wonder or anything. Priscilla just, slice, slice, and there's like, whoa. Because I... I did think that maybe like Priscilla, like the way she was introduced, I felt like she's definitely going to be a re like she's going to come back up again in Claire's story. You know, I don't think she's going to die. The other characters, I assumed I didn't need to remember them that much. But
0: okay, yeah. So in the last chapter of, I don't know if this is the last chapter of the volume, but the last chapter we read twenty five. It is pretty much oh, confirmed. A that... yeah,
1: also, at the end, Priscilla kills all of the other uh, Claymore that were on her team to hunt down Teresa. Um, yeah, because okay, so okay. Kills, okay. So Priscilla Claire, basically the only one left. Okay, uh, you can you can say you can say it.
0: So Priscilla basically like completely goes through this transformation where she's not human, she's not a uh, claymore and she's not really a yoma either. She like grows wings and flies away, right? So well, I don't know who this was, but that's what they were commenting. They were like, oh, she's not human anymore. I'm sure she'll like have her re- revenge or something. So then I, I guess I can just transition into this. Later on in the story, like chapter 25, which is right after, uh, it's pretty much confirmed that Claire is going after Priscilla now as some sort of revenge against killing Teresa.
1: Teresa. Priscilla, she was right there when Priscilla killed all of the other Claymore, and then Priscilla just kind of... Wa- it was, like, that cool, like, anime thing where, like, this super strong character just walks past, like, the weak, defenseless child, because, like, ah, you're not even worth killing. You know, it was one of those things.
0: Also, I, I think there's-, there's this really cool scene where um, Claire brings... I don't know who she brings it to, but she brings uh, Teresa's head to... I think it was oh, the glasses yeah. guy.
1: Not was the glasses like- guy. It was... No, it
0: was the glasses guy, actually, yeah. And Purple. she was, like, uh, put teresa inside of me basically she wanted to become uh, a claymore
1: also at the end of it, it said i um, stating that claire is the first person to ever voluntarily go into this organization as the other yeah. claymores were kind of forced into it like they were sold into it or they had no other choice where claire i was pretty signed cool. up. i, I that was that was pretty cool yeah yeah that was pretty cool also there's more about teresa's character but i don't really you you should just read you should really cuz like if you if you're just getting this off of what we're saying you should really read the series it's pretty good um pretty quick too we skipped over a lot of stuff about teresa as like a character like she had a whole change which is really cool and also we it's not we didn't get like a good summary of all of the volumes so you should still look into that yourself you know
0: i think her i think teresa is probably the the strongest character like strongest in terms of like character traits and everything personality but like at the very beginning when she was introduced i was i was really liking her as a character but then she just like kind of changed right it seemed like she had a really stark personality change like she she seemed kind of like haughty kind of like arrogant right at the beginning mm-hmm. when she was
1: introduced but then she just she just became like everyone else i, I, I feel and i not think because uh, she was a bit different you know i feel like because even the claymore that we've seen I think she's became more like how we see Claire, but she's still different from the Claymore that we've seen. Because when we see Claire and in, like interact with any other Claymore besides Elena, it's like it's kind of like they're all kind of how we saw Teresa, and Claire is kind of like how Teresa ended up. You know,
0: I don't know, cause like to me, it just feels like all the Claymores are the same, but like with a little quirk, right? That's what it feels like i guess yeah and also like when teresa teresa was killed i didn't really like i was just like oh dang that's a shame i didn't really feel i mean i guess she wasn't introduced for that long but still i feel like i should
1: have felt something like
0: i didn't even go like i
1: felt it was more like it's like
0: it's not like
1: it's like one of those deaths in anime or manga It's like it's not really not really sad but it's more like a shock value because like it's how will this affect the main character like when luffy's brother died it's not like oh my god we knew ace for so long this is so sad it's like oh no the main character's brother died like oh no you know basically claire's mom just died in front of her
0: yeah but i I didn't really feel that either i was just like god dang what a shame
1: and that was it but it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be really the, sh- I see it as it was supposed to be the shock value. It's like, this is a part, because like, that was like a part in Claire's life that changed her from being, you know, Claire.
0: Definitely Claire. not something I was expecting though. I was expecting, uh, uh, what's her name? Priscilla's head to get, you know, chopped off.
1: I was expecting, I was expecting her to die just because yeah. she was in the main character's backstory and she was her mentor. So it was kind of, kind of meant to be. But, yeah.
0: Mm, I don't know. I, I, to be yeah. honest, I, I was not expecting uh, Teresa to die. I thought
1: she was going to live. I mean, because we mean, haven't was... seen anything from Teresa, and I thought of it like, when Claire said she had no other friends besides Alina, then, like, I feel like she would have mentioned Teresa as, like, at least a friend. Because, you know? <laughs> you know? like, that was, like, the one person that she had. With. I don't know. How would you rate the series okay. as a whole so far?
0: Overall, I don't want to be too
1: harsh, but I think I'd give it like a uh, 6.5. 6.5? 6. I thought I was going to go low. Wow. 6.5. Yeah. Okay, what's, what's your reasons?
0: I'll explain. You, you, you uh, give your rating. Go
1: ahead. All right. My, ra- my reasons? Uh, not my reasons, my rating. Um, i go for 7, seven. so far.
0: Seven. See, I was gonna rate it a seven too, but I I don't know. I think that's I don't want to be too generous. I think it will get better, and I definitely feel like the art is getting better as times going on, which is
1: like one of my I'm main saying, goals. Like, I think we we are kind of bashing on the art, but like it's I will say only the characters really that are like kind of yeah bashing. the landscapes that, are really good. The landscapes, like even like the monsters, like they're like how they like die some of the times. So and just like some of like. It's It's really cool. It's really cool. It's really cool. But some sometimes the characters just look really derpy. I'd say
0: mostly the faces are are like what's really weird.
1: Yeah. You'll see. Everyone has their own. You
0: you should read it. it. If you read it, you'll see. You'll understand. Yeah. Yeah. So what's what's your uh, point of six point five? I don't wanna. I don't wanna like. I don't wanna compare too much to Berserk, but I feel like just Berserk is way more fleshed out so far even in the very first like 10 chapters okay, okay. Give, me reading,
1: give me your rating give me a rating without comparing it to another series because if I'm comparing it to another series I I give it like a a 5 really yeah okay. i'm like just so, give me like your solo rating without okay. like comparing it to any other series
0: on its own i feel like the characters aren't really that interesting they're interesting i, I don't think they're cool I don't know how to put it. I just don't like you the mean. characters too much. Not Rocky's that super cool. No, yeah. I, I I don't like the characters too much. I don't I don't think there's any other way to say that. The art is the art is okay. It's not anything in like amazing. I think the action sequences are okay. They're pretty good. The landscapes are really good. Uh, the shading is also pretty good as well. I don't want to go too in depth with that though. Uh, the story is pretty interesting. it feels like they're setting up a lot. The world building also seems like they're trying to you know expand it a lot, but it seems like the story is still like setting itself up so i I can't rate it like completely like with that. I can't really rate the story a story that's not complete or not like even completely set up yet. Do you know
1: what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah for sure for sure for sure yeah i so... say I say a seven only because there's a, there's there's a, there's a few, cause I like the series, right? I love world building in the series. I love when we learn more about the world. I feel like it's setting up for world building. I feel like it can be a ama- It could have amazing world building, but it's not there yet.
0: Yeah. That, oh, that I, agree. There. I think uh, one the art, really, uh, I think one really good thing about it is that I, it's not boring. It's interesting, which is like, it, yeah. it makes me want to read more, which is Probably the best part
1: about it. Yeah, it was definitely hard to stop at, at just the first 25 chapters, for real. Because it's, it's really good. Yeah, I also like, noticed... It's, it's, it's really good. interesting to read, I mean.
0: I also noticed it's pretty good with twists and stuff. Like, it's not, like, stuff I wouldn't expect, but, you know, it pulls them, it pulls them out pretty well. It does twists
1: pretty well. Like, there are a few small things, like when Rocky ran into that one Yoma, and he's like, Claymore don't call themselves by that name. <laughs> Like I, yeah. I thought that was cool. Um. Well, okay. What else? So the art. I would say I, I'm. I'm kind of a fan of the art. The faces. Sometimes, you know. I guess. I guess. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. You know. Kind of detect to some points from of that from there. Um. The characters. I feel like there aren't that many characters I'm attached to so far. Yeah. I mean, only different. characters that had like good. Like Claire just got some good like uh development, but you know, like she's still like. The same like character she was before. I'm hoping Rocky gets some more like progression as a character, but you know, it's still the first twenty five chapters. Um, what else do I gotta say about this series? There's a lot of mystery, which I do like about that too. I love I love the whole little mystery aspect. Um, finding out more about this world, I guess it still falls into world building, but like the mystery of not knowing much, but like still learning more like with the characters. That's cool, uh, and I'm I'm just excited to see where it's going. Yeah.
0: Okay, I just want to bring up one more point and I am going to compare it to uh Berserk, but this is the last this is the last point I'm going to make, okay? I think that it needs some humor, okay? I think Berserk it does really well breaking up like the really dark parts of Berserk with some humor and I really like that aspect of it. And I think that like, Claymore has good humor, but it's, like, the, the humor is in things that are just completely stupid or, like, the, the weird things that characters say or the the weird things you see in, in some panels. That's it. It's not, like, actual humor. Like, the puck is basically, like, comedic relief, right? Or that's what it feels like for the most part. But there's no, like, comedic relief in, in Claymore, I don't think.
1: it's It it's, takes itself too seriously. There's not that many, like, relationships with characters or, like, cha- like named characters that have, like, that could be the the uh, comedic relief. I will say Rocky in, like, the second volume, him and that one relationship with the other guy he called, like, Pumpkinhead. I feel like that was a little... That was, like, the, that's the only, like, uh, comedic relief I I can think about in the entire series. And so that's probably like desperately, too. Yeah. But that, that's, that's about it, because, like, I feel like when more characters are going to get introduced and we're going to know more... Um, Maybe we'll get more of that, because like I don't feel like Rocky and Claire like it's just gonna be Rocky and Claire. We're gonna we're gonna get some more characters that are like on their side and a bit more um, interesting. Even yeah. if it's just like in each city, there's like oh you meet this guy and then they leave him and they're like oh there's another guy in the city, something like that. That could be cool.
0: I'm definitely looking forward to reading more. It's it's
1: uh, I'm interested. I'm invested. Yeah. Down. It's good to hear. Yeah. Cool uh creator of claymore uh mr yagi I, I think so. shout out mr yagi yeah it's Mr yagi shout out Mr yagi i know you listening to i know you're listening to the podcast i appreciate your support listening um it's really cool uh, i appreciate i appreciate the, the 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 i know you're listening we know our demographic well that's what i'm trying to say uh big shout out to you Mr yagi good series so far
0: yeah not bad i'm excited uh Keep releasing more.
1: Keep releasing more.
0: All right. Oh, uh, also, oh, I think I think you told me yesterday that Claymore was canceled. Like as I see I'm not. I'm not. Sure. I just like I was scrolling through Google.
1: Because I Google Claymore like find when the volumes ended, so we could do this. Um, I'm. I'm not sure. I'm. We'll see. We'll we'll see with how it ends. I like. There's like you can tell how a series, um, like if it ends the so right yeah, way, or if it was like ended abruptly. You can tell by the ending. Hopefully, yeah. there's a satisfactory ending. Hopefully. Yeah.
0: So yeah. is it confirmed
1: that like we're reading Kingdom next? I guess. Well, yeah. we gotta really yeah. finish Claymore first. we should really finish Claymore, because I feel like it's something we could like definitely redo. But Kingdom is the next one. Boom. Yeah, Kingdom is the next one. That's not going to be next week. I, uh, unless we have not, like, a lot of time. I, I I, it's, definitely, it's definitely not going to be next week. Because uh, it's like, well, maybe we could read like the first, like, I feel like the first 50 ch- chapters of Kingdom or something. Maybe we could do something. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'm probably going to finish Claymore first. Like, I'll probably finish in the next few days or something. Yeah, Sam.
0: I, I feel like it doesn't take too long. It was pretty easy to read uh, 25 chapters. So. Those are, like, uh, a lot well, longer.
1: You. we're gonna we're gonna take a break and then we'll we'll be right back for like <laughs> the, the next part of the episode this yeah. this this manga book club uh segment took longer than I expected yeah um so we'll be back for the next ten minutes of the episode or ten to 20 minutes and then you know we'll end it there, but uh we'll be right back after this break All right, hey guys, welcome back from that break i hope I hope you enjoyed um that that break Cool cool, yeah. So now we're, we're talking about a big little shabangy, bangy, bangy. When you hear the word shabangy, bangy, bangy, what do you hear exactly? It sounds like an explosion, right? What's an explosion? Art's an explosion. Who said that? That one Naruto character. Naruto fans, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, art's an explosion. Digital art is kind of like art too because it's art. What else is like art? That's digital. Pixel art. What game is made out of pixel art? Undertale.
0: Okay, I think it? we should... We should Deltarune
1: Delta Rune just came out of Chapter 2. It's been like three years. So that's cool. I was What's just going to say,
0: my segue would have been much better. I was just going to ask, oh, so you played uh, Undertale recently.
1: That would have been a lot better, actually. <laughs> now that not I think about it, maybe even better. Okay, yeah.
0: so you played Undertale recently.
1: Yeah, I have played Undertale recently. My first playthrough of Undertale. Super fun. I've always, seen, I've always seen the memes and the ha-has and the sands and the comic sands. And so I'm like, you know what? Let me play Undertale. Because I had it on my PlayStation. I bought it, but I never actually played it. So yeah. I just played it real quick. Um, it, was, it was a cool experience. I wanted to go well, pacifist route, but I accidentally killed a couple frogs.
0: Don't um, we all, Zion? We all kill uh, frogs occasionally. Well, you also recently played Deltarune, right? So I just want to ask you like like compare the
1: two. What did you think? I I only played chapter 1 even though chapter 2 came out cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just played chapter 1 today. Um I will say game wise I did I love I love the final fantasy-esque setup of like the whole fighting system. I feel like that's so much more fun. For Deltarune, like,
0: yeah, I I really
1: enjoyed that. More, more fun. Like, Cause like that was that was actually I had a real blast. Cause like, the Undertale combat system gets dry after a while. Both like the the Final Fantasy S combat. I mean, Undertale co- combat. I was surprised how good it was. Like it was pretty decent actually. I was I was surprised. But the Delta Rune, that was it was just really it was like fun. You know, I it's felt so kind engaging. Of
0: yeah, like usually like t- turn based combat isn't that interesting, right? You attack yeah. and then your enemy attacks, right? But then this time you attack, and then you dodge the enemy's attack. It's so interesting, and I really like it, how it, like, combined Undertale and kind of, like, other RPGs.
1: It's pretty cool. So I'm excited um, for the whole, like, because that aspect of the game is actually really cool. Story-wise, I mean, it just felt like a sped-up, like, retold story, like the edgy reboot of, like, the Undertale story, kind of. That's how I got it, really. I mean, there was um some cool things in there. Like, I feel like at the end, I feel like maybe us, uh, Sally, without the yeah, and Chris, that's their names. Maybe they're both just like insane, and they were playing with nothing. They were just like playing with toys in a in a classroom for like three hours, and like, oh shoot, school's over. I feel like that's just kind of what happened. I feel like it's gonna be something about mental illness or something. That's gonna be the message of this one, maybe.
0: I I don't know. I. Uh, I think this, yeah, definitely the story of Undertale was much more fun. Uh, But, like, the story of Deltarune was,
1: it wasn't bad. And I think the characters were also pretty, pretty cool. They're pretty memorable as well. I do feel like, though, I did like Lancer. My boy Lancer, I did like my little boy Lancer. He was cool. But I feel like my choices didn't matter as much in this game as it did in the other. No,
0: it said at the very beginning, your choices don't matter, I'm pretty sure.
1: Oh yeah, because I customized. The, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I customized the whole character. Gave him a blood type, their favorite food, a shirt, uh, a different head, legs, and then like name your character. And I named him my my tag. You know, I named him Zazi. Like, what I go and then they're like, okay, what's your name? Like, oh, whoa, I got surprised. Like, I guess I'll use my real name. And then they kill Zazi, and I'm going by Zion for the rest of the, <laughs> the rest of the game now.
0: Yeah.
1: So That shocked I, me. That really shocked I
0: feel me. like. Uh... I don't know about Chapter 2. I've only played a little bit of it. But I feel like they're going to pull a switcheroo on us. I think our choices will matter this time.
1: Uh, I don't, That's what I'm feeling. It really didn't matter at all. Also, Susie like, wouldn't let me pick options sometimes. She's like, what do you think we should do? And it's like, ah, it doesn't matter. We're going to do this.
0: I thought that was cool, though. Because after playing Undertale, you're like, oh, I, I should choose carefully. And then she's just like, ah, screw it. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, also after playing Undertale, it's like, I'm kind of conscious of my actions and what I do. Like I was trying to like prevent Susie from killing everyone like the entire time, which is, but I found that really cool too. Like just like having like someone like the concept of like a, like a turn-based RPG game where one of the members in your party is just like actively doing the one thing that you don't want them to do. And you have to like prevent like their like uh, actions from happening. Basically. I found that cool. Like having to warn the enemies about Susie so she couldn't hurt them. I found that cool.
0: I also think a lot of the the dialogue and not just like the dialogue between characters, like the dialogue when you uh like check different items like around the world. Like you see like uh a potted plant or something and it will say something funny about the plant. I think like every room I go into, I check everything. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, I did that I did I didn't do that that much of Delta Rune chapter 1 because it's kind of just speeding through it since I wanted to get to the second chapter which I didn't play yet, but uh From like yeah, there's like there's a fun. I probably missed a lot of like fun little things, just kind of rushing through a little bit. But it was cool.
0: Like after, I don't know, maybe this is weird, but after I played Undertale, or like I played Undertale, right? And then after I played Deltarune, I just felt like happy for the creator. I was like, wow, you you added these things and and like this thing. It was so smart. Like One the, thing else, the entire fighting system
1: and all that, I just feel so I proud. Couldn't find I find I Where was Sands at, man? I was looking for Sands when I left school. I was looking around the town. I, I talked to Asgore. That was cool, but I couldn't find Sands.
0: So you know how uh, you know how there was a shop called Grillbees in Undertale. Uh Grillbees.
1: Oh, that was that was yeah, I remember that the the restaurant Undertale. or
0: whatever. Uh, so there's a Grillbees in in this overworld, I think. But, like, the Grillby's is erased, and it just says Sans on it.
1: That's where you find him. Is he there, or is it just, is it just like, an Easter egg? He's up,
0: standing sans. outside. He's standing outside, and he says something like, oh, uh, you should talk to your, like, I forget what he said. But it's something like, I befriended your, your mom last
1: night. Yeah. Ooh, whoa, what? Sans? Not Toriel? Come on. She's no, she's divorced actually. I yeah. found that sad. I went to Asgore's like apartment. Well, I'm call- it was a house, but I'm calling it an apartment because that's what like sad- that's where sad divorced people live. And I went to like this the second room, and it looked like a it was sad a flower divorce. shop, wasn't it? It was a flower shop, but in the second room, it looked it was like a it was like a, oh, a yeah. dirty mattress and mattress. Like, I felt so bad for him. Yeah, He definitely lost the divorce, and so that was kind of sad. Also, like my brother, what's his name? Asriel. Azrael yeah 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 like the, the whole thing of like I mean they didn't talk about that much but he's like the good he's like the whole like oh he's the better better kiddo and you're like the lame one you know because the trophies and everything and everyone's always talking about Asgore Azrael whatever his name is and so it's like
0: I think oh, um you know yeah. how in Undertale like yeah. Azrael is the person they keep mentioning but like he doesn't show up until the end whenever well, I, I didn't get there I didn't do
1: that like but yeah well, I know you talking
0: well, I kinda I didn't really spoil it. don't worry about it, don't worry about it
1: i know I know like that I know how I know how the
0: endings are, okay, yeah, but he doesn't really show up until the end, right? I think the same thing's gonna happen with delun. He's probably gonna show up near the end it's about not the end you. of like chapter two, like the end of whatever they're gonna end at whatever chapter
1: so we're talking about him coming back from like university or whatever for like the longest time it's just like. I don't care. Like, Mom, I don't have any trophies. Love me. I never yeah. thought about, like, Deltarune these past
0: three years. I kind of, like, played it and forgot about it. But when I heard about, Del- like, Chapter 2, for some reason, I was so hyped. I was so excited to play
1: it. It was weird because it's, like, literally right after I played Chapter... Like, I played Undertale. Then yeah. Delta Rune Chapter 2. So it's like, oh, wow. That is pretty odd. The world revolves around me... Seems like it.
0: Nice. Oh also I think it was Undertale's uh sixth birthday recently. Congratulations I happy think birthday. That's yeah, 20... really?
2: yeah. Yeah, hmm. six years ago. It was older than that. Wow. Mm, no, not really. Really? 2015. Uh ah, really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm old. Dang, I played that six years ago. Oh my gosh.
1: Well, I didn't play it six years ago. I played it a week ago. Man, I played it a week ago. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was your favorite boss fight in, in like the entire series, I guess? Both my favorite boss fight the in the
1: series? I do have to say I did really, really like uh, the end, just the end fight with uh, what is it? Uh, Lance's dad, the king. What was his name? I forget his name. The, the Ace of Spades. I would just call him Lance's King of Spades. Lance's Papa. I Lance did like Spades. that fight. That was that was cool because it's like he he like betrayed you and was like, You what are you gonna do? You have to kill me. And then it was like it was that was good. He was trying to pressure you to either die or kill me. But then, you know, Sally came up with another option. I did like Sally's whole character arc. That was really fun. Um so that was that was a good boss arc boss fight in there. And I guess just Asgore's fight as well, I did like in what was it in Undertale? That was cool. They just like he gets rid of the what was it like despair or something like that. It was like the despair,
0: yeah, it. the mercy button.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. He gets rid of the mercy button, and it's like oh shoot, you know. I like I'm stuff like real. that. It's like the boss just kind of decides we're we're gonna do things my way. So those, those are cool.
0: Yeah, Undertale was really meta, and I really like that.
1: But uh like Deltarune was even more meta. It was well, like meta that? off it was like meta and then like like if Undertale was meta, it was meta off that meta, you know? Like two layers of meta.
0: Like One meta game outside, game. outside the game. You I know, I don't know. I, I feel like Undertale was like meta inside the game. Deltarune was meta outside if that makes any sense at all.
1: I don't
0: know if I get that, but okay. Nonetheless, I think meta
2: is really just
1: meta. Cool. Fun facts about me, I forgot about doing my fun facts. Another fun fact about me, I'm kind of meta for mentioning that I forgot to do my fun facts. Another fun fact about me is that I realized we didn't do the Chip and Dip recommendation. I was about to say that as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And those are three fun facts per episode. Boom, I always get them out. Uh, so, Chip and dip That's recommendation, a in the beginning of all our episodes. Guys. We didn't name it. We didn't give the chip and dip recommendation. <laughs> yeah, I no, know. I keep I hate when we leave it till the end. But on the beginning of all of our episodes, we do a chip dip table recommendation. Chip is in here. And if you gather all the things that we mentioned in this recommendation, I as 69 will cash out, not Venmo, nope, no PayPal, not cash, just cash app. You won crisp USD dollar bill. If you gather these two things we're about to mention together and send us proof over at chips and dip cast on Instagram. So, gosh, that was so. I got that clean. so good. I did that so well. Yeah, right. Oh my god. Maybe I should just like cut that out and like put it in each episode, so I never have to say <laughs> it again. This <laughs> is like it's know, much, uh, I've never gotten through it. What? I've never gotten through that before ever. <laughs> like first try. Wow. All right. That was pretty good. Though, yeah. Do you have a recommendation, or should I cut it myself? I'm gonna recommend um, Claymore. The manga
0: dang it i was gonna do that
1: <laughs> i mean we, that's what we talked about like the first 50 minutes of the episode so i recommend the manga claymore okay so
0: going on what we talked about i guess i'm gonna re- recommend delta rune it's completely free oh, you can download it on steam uh play both chapters it's fun
1: well i haven't the manga, a you shouldn't get it pirated you should buy your manga even if you're getting it online you should support the original creators by getting the Shonen Jump app, it's only what one fifty per month, and you can read up to a hundred chapters a day. That's, a that's big amazing. Good that's absolutely insane. You can read all the Chainsaw Man in one day if you just download the uh, the Shonen Jump app, and you know you're supporting the Fujimoto. So that's that's you know two birds, one rock.
0: I think that's that's such a big restriction that it doesn't even make sense to put a
1: restriction. Yeah, it's like at that because I don't think I think like the most like chapters I've read is probably like 50 or 60 in a day, but that's still like a lot and that's like you know.
2: There's probably none on Jok,
1: but
0: uh there's some manga that uh every chapter only has one page.
1: Oh wow. Oh yeah, I I I've heard some manga's like that. Uh, which one? Um, well, I think this one I was reading on manga decks. So I don't remember what it's called. There's Wasn't two it, really big it ones. is Me Like That? Call Me Something? Isn't that one like that? Or is it just super short?
0: No, 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 no. You're, you're thinking of something different.
1: There's two really big ones.
0: Uh, there's one called uh, Tomochan, And there, the other one is... Uh, what's it called? It's like Something Telepathy. Both of them are pretty good. I'd say that. They have like it says like six hundred chapters and like nine hundred chapters, but like it's really just that many pages. Oh, by
2: the
1: way, also you know at the end of our episodes we name the episode, <laughs> so um a name. I don't know Claymore Cast. Claymore Cast. It
2: actually Claymore rolls Cast?
1: off the tongue pretty well. Claymore Cast. I like that Claymore Cast. Or maybe the Rocky, kill yourself, I hate this character, I never want to hear your voice again, Cast. That's a solid name. And I kind of like Claymore Class a little bit better.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Claymore cast it is?
0: Yeah. That's if you enjoyed cool. this episode, leave a five-star
1: review on Apple Podcasts, please. We want it, we need that. beg of you. Back here. a 5 star review as I said in the beginning of this episode I am a ghost the only way I can rest in peace is if you leave a 5 star review on this podcast come on guys Please.
0: it doesn't Please. even cost any money Please. it
1: doesn't cost any money I just, I just want to rest in peace and it's really hard And so if you leave a 5 star review I'd really appreciate it yeah thank you
0: for listening yeah. to the Chips in the Podcast I have been Table I have been
1: the voice actor of Rocky.
0: And that's an episode.
1: That's an episode, baby.